It's been a difficult year for journalists around the country. Reporting has been challenging due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Zoom calls have made it difficult to get personal interactions with their sources. While things have shifted online, there's been a scarcity of stories. Even with all these challenges here at the Grand Valley State Land, Thorne, we've continued to publish content for our readers. Hello, I'm your host, Haley Huber, and this is The Lanthorn Loop. Today, I'm with former editor-in-chief Nick Moran, and we'll be talking to the Lanthorn editorial staff about their favorite stories of the year and what it was like working during the pandemic. and I'm the arts and entertainment editor for The Lantern. Gotcha. And obviously, Mary, it goes without being said, in a year <laughs> as weird as this, that it was really difficult to cover arts. What was your approach as an editor in terms of like sorting through the lack of performances and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. It was definitely difficult because with all the events happening online and very few events happening, even in that case, um, it was kind of hard to stray from the typical this is what happened online and this is what we covered and we're still trying. Um, So we decided to kind of take um, a bit of a different stance and try to open it up more to West Michigan instead of just Grand Valley. And one piece that we did that was super cool was on vinyl records and West Michigan bands making their own. Um, So my staff writer, Parker, talked to Ryan Clark, who is from Lowell, Michigan, and he's a 22-year-old frontman for the Ryan Experience. And so he's a huge vinyl collector, and he makes his own. So it was super cool to talk to him about his process with that. Um, And we also talked to the West Michigan band Hollywood Makeout because they're also making their own vinyls. Um, And they just talked about how much they love the physicality of their work and how important making this music was to them um, in that sense. And despite having to adjust your coverage a little bit too, there were, especially later on, some GV events that did happen and some student stories and faculty stories that really shined through COVID. Uh, and I understand that you covered some of that too, or your writers covered some of yes, that too. Yes, we definitely tried our best with that. And uh, we found out actually some Grand Valley Design Thinking classes. We're able to partner with Founders Brewing Company in Grand Rapids, and they actually made a brand new beer and accompanying label for... Um, yeah, their class. Um, and that came out actually this March because they had to push back by a semester because of COVID. Um, so they wanted like a Michigan-based beer, born and brewed in Michigan, they said. Um, and they chose an old-fashioned type and focused around orange and cherry flavors. And um, the label featured a group of friends around a campfire near a lake. And it was really interesting to talk to them about the process and how it still worked during COVID. And Um, how hard they still tried to give Grand Valley students that kind of real-world arts experience um, Mm -hmm. through that. I'm getting good vibes already from over here. (laughs) Uh, And, of course, arts uh, was featured very prominently throughout the year on spread, highlighting some larger-scale conversations like uh, during Women's History Month. Do you want to talk a little bit about your piece for that? So this piece actually did take me a couple weeks to write just because I reached so far for all my sources. So I went into Grand Rapids and I got in contact with the assistant curator from the Grand Rapids Art Museum. Um, a ton, a ton of GVSU faculty reached out to me in the English department, the arts department, the music department, the theater department, just pretty much every arts department we have here. Um, 
And then I also talked to Lindsay Liu, who is a Michigan native uh, singer-songwriter. And we focused on um, the way that women especially are able to tell their story um, through arts and how it can come through so beautifully through paintings concerning maternity and songs about working their way up in the world and just how much seeing other women artists can empower anyone who listens to it. Mm -hmm. I know it's certainly been a heck of a year. Uh, and so thanks for your time today, Mary. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Cool, cool. I'm here with Mary Reset, former arts editor and now associate editor um, for the GVSU Lanthorn. Mary, how are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Okay. And so, Mary, you and your team have covered a variety of stories throughout 2020 and 2021. What were some of your favorites or the ones that stood out to you the most? Yeah, um, so I always like stories um, where I can tell that a writer has really come into something that they're really interested in. Um, so some examples of that would be Audrey Whitaker. Um, whenever she writes sustainability articles, um, I think they're always awesome. At Grand Valley State University, sustainability is one of our student-driven core values. We accomplish it by supporting sustainability education and research opportunities, and by encouraging student engagement in programs and activities. She did one for Earth Day, mm -hmm. um, and that was spread, and that one was really great. And then she also did a, one on the Groundwater Board in Ottawa County, and that one was really awesome, too. Um, so those are probably some of my favorites. And then um, she had known that she liked sustainability stuff and, and environmental stuff, so that was kind of expected that she would thrive in those. Um, but an example of someone who I don't think, like, they initially went into, like, knowing that they're going to be really good at a specific kind of article, which uh, Jacob um, he ended yeah. up being really good at writing uh, business articles, mm -hmm. um, and that was really awesome to kind of see him come into that and uh, find something he was really good at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I definitely, I read a few of Jacob's as well, and I mean, it was cool that he made them interesting as well, you know? So, I mean, obviously with COVID-19 and everything, what was it like working at the Lanthorn during the pandemic? What challenges did it bring for you and your team members, and how were you able to kind of work around them? Yeah, um, well, operations were definitely a lot different than they were pre-COVID. Um, when I was arts editor, when we'd go in for production, it'd be a little different. Um, it was a little bit different of an editing process, but it's a little bit shortened since uh, COVID and, and uh, safety regulations and whatnot. Um, for us, for stories, it actually kind of gave us a lot more things to write about. Um, not that it was a good thing, but uh, it gave some... Um, lots of things we could cover with like university, how the university was covering um, like vaccines and testing and stuff like that. Um, so that actually was uh, kind of, uh, wasn't really a challenge to find stories. Um, it was just a matter of making sure like we found uh, like the right stories. We were covering them um, accurately and uh, we were doing them justice. So that was something that we really had to focus on is that we were covering these the right way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for for the people that joined the the Lanthorn during, you know, the pandemic and everything throughout 2020 and 2021, you know, they weren't really able to get that in office office experience and of course, you know, contacting sources was challenging at times, you know, being over the phone, Zoom, and even email. But um it sounds like you um were able to pivot and work things really well. I mean, I know for sure that you were able to do that because obviously I wrote for you. So, yeah, I yeah, I think it went really well. Yeah, yeah, well, I remember it's interesting because I remember like my freshman year um, and before COVID my sophomore year, I would, all of my interviews were always in person. I just preferred yeah. that and I would just meet people on campus and that's kind of what I encouraged my writers to do um, and then like second choice was phone calls and, and now it's just become like second nature. It's like, oh, like you just, 
the first choice of the phone call because you're not going to want to expose yourself to some whoever your source is. So that's definitely something that's changed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, thank you so much for speaking with me, Mary. And, you know, good luck with this upcoming year. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for talking with me. So, Megan, this year has been an unprecedented year for Lanthorn Photography, mm-hmm. especially considering that nothing was open to be photographed. People right. were at home and in their dorms. What was that like going into this year with assignments and trying to capture what student life looked like when everyone's stuck at home? Yeah, um, it was definitely a struggle because <laughs> obviously, like pre-COVID, you know, most of our photographers, at least when I was um, last year, like some of us were getting like two, three assignments a week. And I know personally, especially this year being my first year as the image editor, I have a, I had a hard time like trying to even find just like one assignment for my photographers to do. And a lot of it like obviously had to resort to like screenshots from like Zoom meetings and just like whatever you can pull from the web, I guess. Um, so it was definitely a challenge, but I'm very proud of my team specifically because, you know, they dealt with it the best way they could. They, I mean, understood the, co- or the circumstances, so... I think it went pretty well for like the um, given the current circumstances that we're living in. Naturally, it that doesn't stop the Lanthorn Photo team, no. and we've got some great shots this year in our issue mm-hmm. and review. Uh, do you mind talking about just a few that really stood out to you? I know you have a whole team of photographers, and I think it's worth shouting out some of their great work. Um, we have Sheila Babbitt. She's always been so good at sports. I don't know how she does it. She just, I guess it's like her specialty, for it's lack magic. of a better word. <laughs> yeah. Um, she covered a softball game versus Northwood University a couple weeks ago, and even given, like, the current, like, COVID guidelines and whatnot, um, she still managed to, like, push her boundaries without, like, getting in trouble, obviously, um, and managed to, like, still give us a wide enough variety of shots to use, so I was very pleased with that one in particular. Mm -hmm. Um, we have Annabelle Robinson, who's a freshman this year. I've been very pleased with her work and her efforts. Um, she's always like you know looking to see in what ways she can improve and i truly admire that um i think it was last week or the week before i don't know we had like an earth day spread and i sent her to do that and she actually did so well with that she got such a wide variety of like different areas around campus that we could have used and because of that wide variety, I know she got a lot of pictures printed, and like it made it really easy for spread, and I thought it went, turned out pretty well. I, I mean, what an assignment. Take pictures of sustainability the or the earth. The most vague thing you could ever possibly assign somebody, and she like totally just killed it. Mm-hmm. Catherine Vasile, I mean, another senior. I'm really sad to see her go, but, you know, she's off to bigger and better things. But she, whenever I have something extremely vague that needs to be covered or whatever that I just want to like give somebody to do, Catherine's my go-to like she just I don't know how she does it again but like the creativity that she has is like out of this world and I have assigned her on a couple accounts like COVID related assignments whether it be like actual COVID COVID cases COVID vaccines or whatever and she just like takes what could easily be like one photo and turns it into like so many that I we can use and Mm -hmm. yeah just like really creative stuff gotcha and it sounds like you were a proud image editor this year. That's I for am. Sure. Yeah, I feel like they've definitely like persevered, especially with, I mean, Annabelle and Jonathan, they were both brand new this year and I felt so bad. I told them multiple times. I'm like, this is not normal circumstances by any means. I feel so bad. I promise hopefully in the future it'll get better. But I mean, time will only tell. Hey, Megan, I know that we had tons of great images this year and mm-hmm. I thought the best way to showcase that is to bring you on here for an audio podcast mm-hmm. so you can talk a little bit about some of the greatest shots we've taken this year mm-hmm. uh 2020 through 2021 what, what what do you want to share about your accomplishments this year to put it in simple terms I'm very proud of like what my team specifically has done in terms of 
dealing with the lack of assignments there has been this year and whatnot and you know just trying to push their boundaries like we normally try to tell them to do without like you know violating COVID guidelines and whatnot but I'm pretty proud of them for that um and you know what just go use your own eyeballs and go to melanthorn.com and see for yourself the very creative stuff that we've done this year there's no way we can put it in the words no no so. you, you really can't I mean a picture's worth a thousand words but I don't have time for a thousand words so amen to that thanks Megan I appreciate you being <laughs> no on no problem this year has been an unprecedented year for Lanthorn Sports, as it has been for everything else. So I've brought former sports editor Zach Goodrow, who is now becoming editor-in-chief, and incoming sports editor Holly Billman to talk a little bit about Lanthorn Sports this year, or Grand Valley Sports this year. Uh, Zach, how was leading sports coverage this year despite an unprecedented series of events that was COVID? I got to be honest, uh, my first year coming as a sports editor with no sports happening whatsoever, it was definitely a bit of a challenge, but I'm really proud of the way uh, my team and I handled uh, going about no sports happening. We're really proud of doing a feature piece about a former GVSU football player, Nick Kaiser, uh, winning a Super Bowl ring with the Kansas City Chiefs. To present the Vince Lombardi Trophy for the world champion, Kansas City Chiefs Commissioner Roger Goodell. We also did a piece about a football quarterback, Alex Tholes, coming to GVSU, whose father used to play here as well. And uh, of course, football is kind of in the middle of the COVID pandemic, so we had to adjust our coverage, but as restrictions eased and colleges got more used to these conditions, Holly, do you want to talk a little bit about what the basketball scene at Grand Valley has looked like this year? Yeah, so I actually covered a few basketball games. I got to go to one, um, and sitting up in the press seating area was just so much different than it has ever been. Um, it was just, there was the crowd noises being pumped in, and it was so much quieter. I did get to write a really cool feature piece on an incoming freshman this year playing for the GVSU women's basketball team whose mom actually coached the team for five years a long time ago. So that was a really cool feature piece that I um, got to write about. And naturally right now as the school year comes to a close, soccer is kind of the talk of the town, specifically our women's soccer team, which kind of has been making headlines historically. What are they up to right now? So the soccer team has finally been able to get back on the field after about a year and a half of not even playing. You know, at first they were really happy to get back on the field. Lately they've had some issues with COVID and have been sidelined once again. But, you know, throughout the year, the Lanthorn has talked to several soccer athletes about their experience. Uh, they're finally back in the field and playing really well again. We did a feature piece about Ava Cook, a senior soccer player here, who's going to return for another year uh, next semester as uh, the NCAA allows for seniors to extend their eligibility because of COVID. So as the season winds down, they're going to be looking to uh, win another GLIAC championship. And what are the sports that you know typically take the sideline roles compared to the really popular ones at GV? Are there any athletic accomplishments that you really want to highlight that maybe didn't get as much limelight as you know they probably should have? One of the teams that was really impressive again was swimming and diving at GVSU. When I started out as a staff writer a couple of years ago, I covered the team frequently. And this year, even with all the COVID restrictions and the couple scares throughout the season, they dominated once again. They broke a lot of pool records. They won the GLIAC again. They have a new freshman swimmer, Eric Hyber, who is breaking records in the mile, in the 
1,000 freestyle. And just overall, they had another really successful season. And what about track and field, which I know has also had some dominant performances? Yeah, like Zach said, I covered a lot of track and field during uh, one of my first years as a staff writer, and they never ceased to just be breaking records, consistently being at the top of you know national rankings and GLIAC and NCAA and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, they did. They had a lot of really successful meets this year. Um, Dennis Mbuta is a senior this year. He will be graduating, but I know he broke several records, one of which I think was his own. Um, so yeah, they were really just knocking it out of the park all year. And specifically for you, Holly, going into next school year, where it looks like we'll probably have a little bit more normalcy in sports, are you excited to kind of have uh, the lack of cancellations and augmented meets? Uh, you optimistic for that? I am. I am more than anything excited to just be going to games again and to be able to be a part of that experience and like incorporate that in my writing. Um, I think that the cancellations were definitely a little bit of an obstacle to get around this year. So I think it's just going to be easier for the sports department in general. I think campus is looking forward to it in general. I think students need it. So thank both of you guys for taking time out of your day to talk with me today. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Yeah, thanks, Nick. And before I go, I want to say, uh, you know, becoming editor-in-chief going into next year, I know I have some really big shoes to fill, even though, like you said, they're only a size 10. But I want you to know that you'll definitely be missed around the office, and your leadership is something that can't be filled easy. So you'll get, thank you, Nick. You'll get your flowers in the mail. The Lanthorn Loop is a product of Grand Valley Lanthorn, the student-run newspaper of Grand Valley State University. Our print edition comes out every Monday, and you can go to lanthorn.com for daily updates. I'm Haley Hubert, and I'll see you all next time.